0: I'm Joanna Fortune, psychotherapist and author of the 15-Minute Parenting series of books. Welcome to my 15-Minute Parenting podcast, where I take a common parenting struggle and break it down with practical, playful solutions. Let's get going. A question I often hear is about the concept of playdates when I'm doing you know some of my public parenting talks or talks in schools especially when it's that primary school age without fail a question is going to come up about playdates and you know I'm, honestly I think it's a personal choice so you know what I'm saying here is my opinion my reflection on play dates as a concept as you know a modern very modern parenting phenomenon you know I managed to get through my whole childhood without my parents organizing a playdate for me and I like to think I'm mostly fine so they're not something you need to do but they might be something that suit you and that you want to do and that's fine but just be clear that it's something you're choosing and not something that your child needs I I do accept that play dates are a part of today's parenting and childhood and I also think you know if you're parenting a single child you may actually find them a positive way of ensuring your child has time with other children outside of school and you might be thinking look they don't have siblings it's really nice for them to have this extra play time outside of the structure of school setting and it gives them an opportunity to really kind of nurture and practice additional play dates but again please understand that it's a choice your child is getting plenty of socialization and acquiring those social skills in school with their peers and at playtime. So it's it's something they may want, they may even really enjoy, but it's not a developmental need. So basically my answer is they're a parental choice rather than a necessity. So just be, be honest with yourself about what they are and what they mean and also be clear about what your motivation is when you're having playdates. Um, Some of us, you know, as parents, we manage play dates without any stress. They're normal. It's, you know, you might have two or three children at home and you think, look, on a Friday afternoon, what's one or two more? I hardly even notice. I just let them play, give them a snack, and then it's done. It's fine. And for others, you know, play dates are a little bit more complicated. It's almost like, you know, there's a politics associated with play dates. It can be, it can feel maybe more about walking a fine line of, not offending anyone and remembering to reciprocate you know gosh you know that my child has gone to their house a couple of times when's the last time I had that child over is that bad manners do I need to do that and I get that, I do. But, you know, again, these always hold in mind, these are wants, these are self-imposed rules. And if it's stressing you out, maybe wonder why are you doing it? I've also worked with parents who openly admit, um, sounds like a confession, doesn't it? I don't, you know, they openly admit, but actually they say we use structured play dates as a means of managing our children's friendships. And I always find that really interesting because spoiler alert, you know, it doesn't work. You know, we've talked about friendships on this podcast before a couple of times, and we probably will again because it's such a big and ever-evolving area for children. But if you are using a structured play date, what I mean by that is you are you know targeting a particular child or children that you want your children to be played to be friends with and to play with and so you consciously say i'm going to ask that child over to my house because i would like my child to be friends with them you know it's like parents admit that you know targeting certain playmates for their children who they believe will be a good influence maybe or you know to use the phrase the type of child you might want your child playing with i just don't believe you know i don't believe it's about whether or not it's right for parents to target playmates just let me say that you know for children in an upwardly mobile kind of way because actually I don't think it works as I said I think children will negotiate friendships for themselves usually um, without any parental input and even if you orchestrate such a structured you know play date and say this child I feel this child is going to really work with my child if your child or the other child don't feel an authentic connection with each other they're not going to play with them. It just won't last. Um, And so the best thing you could do is just let your child decide who they want to play with uh, because they're trying things out. They're trying out a fit and they know what works. Another kind of word I have on playdates is I don't think that they should be confused and yet I think they often are with babysitting. They work best when there is some kind of structure to them. And I totally, totally appreciate the temptation, you know, to send your children, offload your children on a play date, to free up an afternoon so that you can, you know, maybe get some chores done or some self-care done or get the grocery shopping done or just have a bit of peace. And maybe, you know, you have and can enjoy a reciprocal arrangement with a like-minded parent who's like, yeah, I'll take yours for an afternoon if you reciprocate and give me an afternoon off. But just be aware that that's what you're doing. And this type of lengthy play date, you know, a number of hours, maybe, you know, after school, 2.30, 3 o'clock until five or six o'clock, you know, that's actually really on adult terms. It may not suit the children. So just be aware of that. Look, I'm buying myself time. Can you cover me on this? That's not really a play date. That's babysitting play dates a pure genuine play date is going to work best when there are no more than say three or four children involved at any one time and that i'm including your child the hosting child in in that in that number so three or four including your child And a lot of children and many I've worked with might prefer one on one play dates, you know, that they don't want to have three or four. They sit in a group all day at school. And this is about something a little bit more intense and having some special time with one friend. And if that's the case, respect that preference. Don't overwhelm your children by saying, oh, sure, look, we'll ask another couple over. If they don't want to do that, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with wanting to play with one child. I would also say 90 minutes is plenty of time a play date after school 60 minutes when they're very young and I mean you know kind of under eight years old with that one Um, especially those under seven years but some kids eight or nine you know would still be 60 minutes is enough 90 minutes if they're a bit older you want the play date ultimately to end on a positive note so you want it to end where they want more of each other not when they're sick of each other you know you're not waiting for that inevitable row to emerge as they get tired or you know they want or need alone time to process their day you're saying here's the play date now it's done everybody had a good time it's ending on a positive note and it be nice to do this again and many children actually manage their play date very well themselves they're going to be able to play independently of you they're going to you know be able to find activities come up with creative play and ideas or arts and crafts or fun things to do with their friend and include their friend quite naturally Um, and if you know let them at it that's fantastic that's what you want other children though might need a little bit more structure from you, especially if they find sharing or turn taking a little bit hard, or they struggle to allow the other child to choose an activity or to come up with ideas. You know, you might have a really creative, playful child who always has great ideas okay we're, here's the game we're going to play we're going to do it this way and this way and the other child's going yeah but yeah but can we do it this no no we're going to this is the game this is the game and your child in their eagerness to play the game they've thought out so well might even do some self-imposed rules on their friends and say you know it's my house you have to do what I say and that can then cause a little bit of irritability and I'm not coming here anymore and the play date doesn't go well so if you have a child and you're going yeah I, I know what you're saying there my child is struggling to allow the other child to express themselves in the play you might consider structuring the beginning and end of the play date and you know certainly at the beginning err on the side of a shorter duration so the 60 rather than the 90 minutes until they can manage themselves better and manage the play dates better for themselves so how you might structure it at the beginning and end is Just for example, now look, you could find your own ways of doing this. You could have a baking activity. So you could have the ingredients laid out in the start of the activity as they mix up the dough, cookies or, you know, little fairy cakes, whatever it might be. You mix up the dough and they put it into the little cupcake holders and you put it in the oven. And then they go off and they do their free play away from you and they play together and they have some fun. And then towards the end of the play date, you know, the cookies are cooked and they're out to cool and they can come out and eat them as their snack. The visiting friend could maybe take a couple of them home home. If it's fairy cakes, you know, they could decorate them, whatever it might be. You know, it's a really kind of nice, authentic way to go beginning and end. And there's a little bit of, you know, take that home with you, a nice thing from the play day to carry home. You might also do something that leads into an activity that they do independently of you. So you might have the ingredients laid out to make play-doh. And don't think your children are ever too old for this, because they're not. And even into that middle childhood age, up to 12 years, you can actually make play-doh a little bit more sophisticated um, if you can imagine you could have you know things like fresh herbs um, some scented oils you could have you know cocoa powder and they could put that into the play-doh maybe not all at once but you know they could make um, a lavender one or a lemon scented or orange scented one they could do something that has fresh thyme or rosemary and that will really scent the play-doh you could make chocolate colored and chocolate smelling play-doh so they get to make a couple of different play-dohs that's the structured activity at the start then you walk away let them play with it have fun with it manipulate it make things out of it and then that's what you do with your play date and I think it's something that's actually a nice way of structuring it because it doesn't feel so obvious that you're imposing yourself or inserting yourself into the play so you're not kind of giving away I don't think you can do this yourself I've got to step in and manage it you're doing it in a playful and creative way so look I as I said at the start people have made lots of contact with me saying Play dates, play dates, particularly if you've just transitioned a child into school, this might be something you haven't had to deal with yet and you're going to, um, you know, just if, you, if you're doing them, be aware there can be a politics to them. Is the expectation of the other parent that you reciprocate? Is it a pure play date, in which case always think 60 to 90 minutes? Does your child manage these really well and independently of you? Let them go. If they need it structured, come up with a creative, playful activity that will allow you to do that. And always bear in mind that they are a choice not a necessity. If you do them, have fun with them, but please don't do them if they make you feel miserable or if they're not working for you. And that for me is the politics of playdates. Thank you for listening. I'd love if you could leave a positive review, share this with a friend or a few friends, or even subscribe to the podcast. It really helps others to find it and helps with visibility online. You can also follow me on Instagram at Joanna Fortune or on Twitter at The Joanna Fortune. No E at the end of that. Tune in next time for more 15 Minute Parenting.